You've come up with some great ideas. I have the best idea. I'm oh just God. letting you know that right now. I have the best oh idea God. for a movie to video game adaptation. This is going to be awful, isn't it? No, it is not, David. Have faith. <laughs> have faith. You're so, laughing. It's clearly going to be a bad game. So, David, a movie came out <laughs> a couple of years ago called Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> oh, wait. No, actually. And, yeah, that would actually work. And it is an animation. What I want is not a movie it's not a game based on the movie i know exactly i want a movie i want a i want a game of motorball i want a motorball game (laughs) i hate to fucking break it to you xander what no it's kind of a thing oh Um, fuck off oh for fuck's sake yeah um somebody's already had the idea of it oh you can suck your (laughs) mum Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Filmian Podcast... Oh, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We've created where, a new style of podcast. Where, where, podcast. This, where, where this week... Um... <laughs> such a fucking idiot. Just continue the fucking intro. Come on. Um, hello everyone, welcome to the Film Me In Podcast. I'm Zander Like Wisdom, your host. With me as always is my trusty co-host, David French. How are you doing, David? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to have an aneurysm after that, man. It's the third time we've tried to do this intro. <laughs> Literally, we've been here for an hour. Um, And we're here to film you in. We're going to film you in movie to game style. What? That sounds Ooh. weird. We'll explain more in a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got an exciting episode for you guys. Basically... This is filler because we can't do Mortal Kombat. Don't so tell enjoy, them it's filler. Enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy. That. It's um, a good idea. It is. It actually was a good idea. Yeah, this forces us to come up with a sick idea. So, uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. First of all, David, I believe you have some news for us. What's been happening yes. in the movie verse? So, uh, as Xander just mentioned, Mortal Kombat got delayed a week. Uh, that's some sad stuff. But you know, we move, we live, we breathe, we move. Um, the next thing, Space Jam 2 got a trailer and it looks weirdly good, but it does. there has been a bit of controversy Yes, around it with um, Pete, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. He got kicked, like basically kicked from the movie. He got um, like, I don't know, whatever. And yet they, because of his like attitude and the way he treats women, yeah. and yet they have... The guys from the Clockwork Orange. Yeah, it was having it's, like a, a an lot, Easter egg in there. A lot of the um, a lot of the comments seem to be about like, is this Space Jam or is this Ready Player Two? Like it's yeah, like it, this seems to be coming be becoming a genre now of Warner Brothers just using all of their IPs in one movie. So we there were uh, clips from the Lego Movie trending, there were clips from Ready Player One trending, and then yeah. this as well. It's the same vibe where you've just got. A bit of everything from everywhere that Warner Brothers. I mean, I'm kind of down for that. Like, yeah, Batman, yeah, like it Lego looks Batman cool. did that amazingly. Yeah, like it looks cool, but yeah, you know, it's just, like it's a bit strange. It is a bit strange that they're doing this, but I think you know what? This movie has a really good chance of being good. Yeah, no. It once again, I think um, Warner Brothers are just on an absolute rampage of good movies recently. Yeah, and they've. Um... And it gives me more hope for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if Mortal Kombat's the worst one. And it's still good. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But, it's still, <laughs> but I'm hoping it's just good anyway. Our review of that will be coming in two weeks' time. Thanks, Warner Brothers. God. Um, next week. Damn it. What, what, what uh, else happened this week? 
Uh, Zack Snyder, going back on to um, one of his news, yeah. shared the Joker deleted scene from Justice League that he was hyping up for ages and included in the trailer and then wasn't in the final fucking movie. Yeah. Where he says society. He does say society. Um, it's the black and white version. And yeah, it's it's definitely the scene. Not not only does he say society, but Batman says fuck. But, that's in the movie anyway. I know, but but you've got society and fuck in the same... Fuck society. Fuck, oh my God. <laughs> that's what they should call, call that uh, deleted scene. The, the fuck society the fuck scene. society. <laughs> um, it should just fuck Joaquin Phoenix considering he only said that because he wanted to be more like Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but that, that uh, deleted scene was okay. I don't, yeah. you know, don't really need to see it again. Um, what else? Uh, the final bit of news, oh, the second to last bit of news because I want to have a good... Um, no, segue. Okay, okay. I like uh, it, I like so, it. Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot, however you... I Gal don't know how Gadot, to say her name, probably. I believe. Gal Gadot uh, came out, I think it was today or yesterday, about um, Joss Whedon basically threatening to make her career a joke. Yeah, so um, this was... Set, uh, this Justice was League. This came out in response to... Ray Fisher did a big news article for The Hollywood Reporter. This week, Ray Fisher played Cyborg and had a lot... Um, has been a big advocate in, like... Warner Brothers abused me and the people behind this movie abused me on set and stuff like that. And he he got her the... He started this um, sort of... I, I don't know how to say it. It's like the symbol of the abuse. It's A with a crocodile thing, E. Where it's like accountability mm. over entertainment. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely right. Um, and he went and did this big news article for The Hollywood Reporter. I've read it and it's got a lot of damning stuff in there from mm. from warner brothers executives and especially joss whedon who came in one of the things was that he he claimed that gal gadot had um basically had a problem with some of the lines she was given by joss and he said i can make you look ridiculous in this movie and i can ruin your career yeah and it's like damn, that's dark like yeah. this is dark stuff um, he's ridiculous yeah. the, the fact that that man got away with that for so long but luckily yeah. now after all this has come out and after the fact that um, people have come out about his work on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and how abusive he's was on the set of that yeah. he is not going to get work again Yeah, thank god um, there was there was also I saw a, uh, the there was a Chris Terrio interview the writer of Justice League and a writer of a few other things including Batman v Superman he came out with an expose with the I think it was Variety or Vanity Fair but he's come out and said that um, the, the the big like get me head give me headline was um the 2017 version of Justice League that was released was an act of vandalism against the movie we made like yeah that's messed up um so yeah a lot of stuff coming out about this and hopefully you know Warner Brothers hears this and does something to, um, you know, restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, I don't, once again, I still don't believe the whole restore the, restore the Snyderverse thing. I think, you know, leave it be, because he's basically told us what's going to be happening in the next few movies anyway. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's no real point to see that happen now, because he's come out and said it all. No, but um, we said that about this last movie, and this movie was still Yeah, good. but that, that's a difference. Like, these, this was already there. This was out there. This All this footage existed. He's going to have to make these movies now, and he's already spoiled them. Oh, well. But at the I'm same still... time, he spoils them in the trailers, so yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> what What was the last piece of news? 
the last piece of the news segue is news. Edgar Ramirez has joined the Borderlands movie. Wow, I don't know who that is. Yeah, neither do I. But you know what? It's another person, and it's in a video game movie, so it's. Oh my way. god! That- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even mention the Black Widow trailer, the Loki trailer that we ah, got. Don't, <laughs> don't need to that's that's like stuff that everybody's gonna know about. Pishikaka, pishikaka. Um, <laughs> great segue, David. Uh, do you want to introduce yeah. this segment that you um, came up with? Did you? Okay, come up with this one? so. Was the, or was we've this me? Done, we've done pitch episodes before. Wait, we, was this a couple. Was this a joint effort or was this you? I don't know. I don't care. We'll, let's just we'll, continue the podcast. Yeah, let's do that instead. So, we've done pitch episodes before, but usually we're pitching movies. Either original movies or sequels. Soon to be another sequel, hint, hint. Plug, plug. Um, but we've never pitched anything outside of movies. No, we haven't. Until today. <gasps> Shock um, horror. So Gasp. To lead into the like the big video game movie that's coming out soon with uh, Mortal Kombat, we thought it would be nice to adaptations of game of movies that could be a great game. And I thought of four with an outline of what the game would be, and I'll go into more in-depth um, detail about each film and each game. Um, Xander's thought of, I think he said two or three. Yeah, I've and then got. We're I've do like a quick fire round. Yeah, I've I've got I've got three fat like not fully in depth, but like an outline for what they could be. And I've got a couple that are just like, hey, that could be fun. And then I've got a quick fire round of like three movies that I think could be good video games, but I just don't know how to make them. So I I've given them to David, and he's going to yeah. tell me how to make them good. Okay, so so uh, how how do you want to do this? Do you want to do this one 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 one? Yeah, I'll. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go for my first one? After you, good sir. So, I'm not going to go in the order that I had these ideas. I'm going to go with the order of um, which ones I want to talk about the most. Okay. So, the first one I want to talk about is I had the idea of making The Shining into a video game. Hmm. Okay. Now, I'm I'm not 100 sure if The Shining has a video game like on Game Boy or anything like that. But at the same time, I'm not really counting Game Boy adaptations because there's I God knows it. how many licensed games it. for Game Boy. Um, yeah, we we should also probably say as well. Some of these might have video games already, but like um, we're we're thinking of like a new video game for them that could tie into the movie universe or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like they might. They're not usually going to be like huge video games as well. They're going to just be. Yeah. Like. I, just possible, um, like, just random licensed games, probably on the Game Boy or the Wii or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm looking right now, and The Shining does not seem to have a video game except for people that have made it in Dreams. So that's absolutely okay. Yeah. So, The Shining. The Shining. It's a horror movie about basically cabin fever and going into this hotel with us, like, with your family and just going slowly more and more insane. Great stuff. That sounds like a great so video I, game. I decided to take on that in a literal sense. So the idea that I've written down is a life simulator of running a hotel where you have a sanity meter that slowly ticks down the more days you spend <laughs> there, culminating in wanting to kill your family. Now, that sounds funny, but the way I'd do it, I'd turn it into a full horror. So at first, it would literally just be you get taken to this hotel, you sit down, you get told your duties, and you have a task list. Um, every single day, you have this task list. You have to redo it over and over again. 
and it becomes it is like a life simulator. It's kind of like House Swapper or something like that. <laughs> but the more time you spend there, the more that centimeter drips, and that task list gets some weirder looking tasks. The font changes, the way the camera is like the the, the graphics kind of change a bit as well. Like there's a bit of a red tint glowing over. You start seeing writing on the wall. You start seeing really mysterious things happening around the hotel. Random occurrences of like figures just appearing. Until one of those tasks becomes just three question marks, all in red. And then the more your centimeter drops, those three question marks slowly become kill your family. Now, at first, that would be a optional task that you can't actually do. You don't really have any means of doing. But once again, the more that centimeter ticks down, the more it goes away, the more tasks become kill your family until every task becomes kill family, kill family, kill family. Yo, and you that... get access to the axe. I'm not going to lie. This actually sounds sick. Like <laughs> that actually Mate, sounds I play really dope. Video games to think of a great video game for whatever I can watch. <laughs> if I'm watching something, I can think of a decent video game for this because I play enough to know what weird indie games, like what weird indie film could be as a weird indie game. Yeah, this would be such an experimental indie game. But stay. So the way that I'm imagining it when it comes to progression is. Um, you like after like a week, the centimeter will tick down a decent amount. Certain tasks that you do more will. So if say you've got clean the laundry or like clean the sheets or something the other, the more you do that task over others, the more insane you'll become because you're doing the same thing over and over again. Mm. But if you do a variety of tasks every day, the centimeter will drop like slower. But if you focus so, um, on specific tasks um, um, because you enjoy them the most, it will drop significantly. So it's almost like in Five Nights at Freddy's, the more you keep the lights off, the the slower the power the, drops. Exactly. Right. Okay. That that's how I'm thinking it. Like the more you that's do cool. this certain right. task, the more that it's going to go down. But if you have a variety of stuff that's going on, you will keep your sanity a little bit longer. But there's no way to gain sanity back because I don't want this to be a thing of you can like prevent it from happening because obviously it's a story-based game. It's based off The Shining. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants a game where you can prevent the inevitable. Yeah. Because then that's just boring. It just becomes a life simulator in a hotel that looks like the Overlook at that point. That's a dope idea. That's like, a... There'd be more mechanics to it. Yeah. There'd be a lot of puzzles. There'd be a lot of ways to do them. Like to do the tasks. So, so like the um, tasks like, would be puzzles, kind of. Yeah, the tasks, the, like the, the list of jobs you have to do would be all the puzzles themselves. Yeah. But then you also have like a writing task um, where you just sit down for like an hour. Like Obviously, you wouldn't be sitting down writing for an hour in the yeah, game. Yeah, you yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like that would be the way you wait. Like in most RPGs, there's a wait function. And that yeah. would be the way you wait. But once again, the more the time goes on, the more that writing looks a little more suspicious hmm. up until you have the huge moment of all work and no play or all work and no drink makes um, Jack a dull boy. And that would become the only thing written down after the hour of writing. I'm not going like to lie to you. Drops really low. I'm not going to lie to you. 
this sounds great, but yeah. unfortunately, this past week I rewatched the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror with the Shining, <laughs> with the Shining, and when you just said no work and no play, like that just made me think of no TV Homer and no beer makes Homer something something. something. Go, Go crazy! crazy. <laughs> Don't mind Don't if I do. <laughs> That is like the best episode. Oh, he scares the shit out of himself by looking in the mirror. That's the best Treehouse of Horror, hands down. It's so um, good. But yeah, like, so the way I'm imagining it in my head is third per- first person. Um, there's like you can ev- you can interact with your family as well, but most of the time they're going to be out doing errands as they are in the book. A lot of the time in the book, Jack is completely alone. And it would, and also every now and then you could also maybe swap perspective to um, like his son. Hmm. Like I, I think that could also be really good. Like you have the famous moment where there's the blood, like the blood coming from the elevator, or the um, these twins saying, "Come play with us, Danny." Like you could have those moments in there, or that could just happen off camera but you can see remnants of it. You walk past the elevator doors and the entire carpet is stained with blood. You walk down the corridor, you just see Danny sitting there freaking out on his trike, but there's nothing in front of him. Like There's nothing there for, for you to see. Mm. Like Just certain little bits that just make this a little bit weirder and a little bit more intriguing as time goes on. It would be the run-of-the-mill simulator, just like goofy, like basic physics, this and the other. Up until that point, it becomes more like, say, Silent Hills in that sense, where it just gets really creepy and stuff starts repeating and more and more shit happens. I like that. I like that that idea a lot. You've you've started off really strong here. Yeah, Silent Hills was my main inspiration for that because uh, the way that's all um, done is you just repeat the cycle over and over again until something happens and then more shit starts happening from that first thing hmm nice yeah that's a cracking idea mate Uh, how much would you sell that game for this one would be more of an indie title because it's got the the name of the shining on there it would probably be like overlook hotel or something like that but it's it's the shining yeah it would probably be about 30 quid i reckon because it wouldn't be like a triple a developer making it it would be an indie team like a small team of people that really know the book and really know the film really well. Yeah. That would get, do this game justice and maybe get the original voice actors back in as much as they can. But once again, it would just be like 30 quid because the only reason anybody would buy this is it's got the Shining name tagged onto it. Fair enough. Yeah, that that's a sick idea, mate. That's a sick one. We've started off well. Um, Mine are all great, I think. I'm, a, I'm really proud of these. Oh, yeah, not, not, not to fuck your own ass, but. <laughs> yeah, my ideas I are all sick. Every night. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my first idea was is, is very different. <laughs> so, so, my first idea was um, to base this off the movie Brigsby Bear, one of my favourites. Um, now, if you've not seen it, Brisbane Bear is about uh, a guy who has watched a TV show his whole life, and then something big happens in his life, and then he finds out that no one else in the world has seen this TV show, and the TV show is called Brigsby Bear, so he decides to go away and make a movie about 
the show. This game would not follow the story of the movie. It would follow the story of the TV show. Okay. So we would be following the character of Bigsby Bear. And in my head, I'm envisioning a 2D side-scrolling platformer. Yeah. Kind of in the vein of like a Mario or like a Castlevania or like a Hollow Knight. You went from one genre of 2D side-scrollers to a completely different genre then. <laughs> it's still a like, 2D side-scroller, isn't it? I mean, yeah, but it's a Metroidvania. It's an, it's an explorative game. You go back and forth between the levels. Mario, you just go from left to right. <laughs> It'd be a mix of the two. So um, it would follow it would follow Brigsby Bear on an adventure to beat up um, Sun Snatcher. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think about it as in depth as you did because you're a big game nerd and I just like movies. So yeah, yeah, I th- I think it it'd work quite well as that because you'd get all these zany characters that you sort of you hear about that are in the show, and you could have like like maybe Sun Snatcher has stolen the twins that Brigsby has around him all the time or something like that. Yep. And you could even have it as like a deeper thing in in the game where this is actually just a dream of the main character from the movie. He's what dreaming I'm about this game. With that, then. So then you could have like at certain levels, people from the movie or voices from the movie poke through and say like, "No, he's 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 just sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's fine." Uh, stuff like that. And then towards the end, it kind of, I don't know, something like that. I don't know, just like some sort some form of twist. I don't know, just to to drive it more into the movie, I don't know. Something that you could do with that is um, there's a game, there's a VR game called Duck Season, which is kind of like a a VR remake of Duck Hunt but with like a horror twist where um, you actually control the kid playing Duck Hunt and then you go inside the game, you can look back and you can see the kid behind the TV and what I was thinking when you said that was what if there's moments where you start playing as a character from the movie who's playing the game of the movie he made and just feeling ecstatic about it but like there's real shit going on like there's Hmm. real drama so in between some of the levels like after a certain amount of levels you go back to the actual real world you're controlling the character and he's dealing with some real shit i like that 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 sounds pretty cool I like I, yeah. I I like that because that that character is very messed up. Yeah, in the movie he, he's, a, he's got some shit in his head. Yeah, he's a broken human. So like, yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how he copes after post movie. Yeah, because I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah, I think that could be an interesting one. You know, I think that would have been a really nice like uh, tying game for like um, Switch or something like that as well when the movie releases just like 16 quid or something yeah just something like, like just that, called yeah. Be Bad, no context from the movie yeah and exactly you get like it's kind of like a sequel in a sense definitely definitely just, like see the events carrying on from that film and what happened after but also like kind of what he's dealing with yeah but also like they have made a game of the movie he released yeah yeah I like that yeah there you go teamwork communism <laughs> our idea um David, uh, do you want to hit me with your next idea? So, the next one, this is going to be a fairly shorter one. Okay, cool. Um, But the next one I was thinking, and I don't know why it was so hard for me to think of this at one point, 
the idea of this just came to me just like, why the fuck didn't this happen in the first place? Like, this is very clearly supposed to be a video game as well, and is kick-ass. Yes. Yes. So this is, uh, of from mine, from what I've researched, this is the only one with an actual official video game. Okay. Technically. Um, the video game was on iOS and on oh. Xbox 360. Kick-Ass 2 has a game, but it's Ooh. just like a kind of beat-em-up kind of game, but it's more similar to um, what people try to do with Smash Bros. Like uh, Shrek Super Slam, where right, it's just okay. all the characters in the game, and you can just have a little brawl with them. Okay. But So the idea I've had for my game instead is completely different. I want to hear um, this. So, if I, I I know you haven't, but have you ever heard of a game called Persona? Do you want me to say yes for the benefit of this conversation? I want you to say no for the benefit of the conversation, so I can kind of explain why. Then no. Okay, so Persona is a <laughs> Japanese game series, a JRPG primarily, um, where you basically play as a school guy. Um, who then, you know, like during the day does his normal school shit, but then during the night or whenever he decides to, he goes into people's psyche and then takes down their inner demons in a sense. Okay. And the way that I'm thinking of this is during the day, you'd be doing your normal high school stuff. You'd be going to classes, kind of similar to like how in Bully. You do your classes, you do yeah. your mini games, this and the other, you get your um, stats up for that. Then at night... You're going out doing, like, crime fighting. You're doing superhero stuff. Yeah. So, you at, like, in the day, you are whatever the character's name is in Kick-Ass. I don't know. What What's his name? Oh, um, Zul- it's like Lewinsky. Dave. Dave, Dave Zulinski. Dave Zulinski. So, in the day, you're Dave Lazuski? Lazuski. Isn't it? Lazuski. You're Dave Lazuski in the day. But at night, you're kick-ass. You're going around doing, like, low-level crime fighting until, at some point, you come across Hit Girl and Big Daddy. And then you get to the higher-level shit, the more you level up. And as the game goes on, you start doing more and more superhero shit, and you start kind of losing the focus on your high school stuff. And then it becomes this struggle of, do I want to, you know focus more onto the superhero side of this game but then fail high school or do i focus on the high school shit and kind of lose out on the superhero stuff and Ooh, i like that. lose that i like that a lot it would be like a full conflict of interest where there's like actual moments later on where you have to choose between one or the other do you want to go take down the bad guys or do you not want to fail your class and have to redo it all over again can I add one thing that would make this idea even better? Feel free. Customization. I think it would be... S- As in suit customization? Like, character customization. I think... Oh, that would be a it, given. Instead of, instead of being Dave, instead of being kick-ass, yeah. you be whoever you want. Like, you make the But hero. you're just wearing a superhero costume, in a sense. You're not actually kick-ass, but you're, you're kick-ass. Um. Well, well, yeah. I mean, oh, it's hard to be a kick-ass game and not have kick-ass in it, unless you ch- unless you make it like a kick-ass sequel. 
in which that you are this new person who's arrived in town, sees what Kickass has done, and is like, you know what, I'm gonna be like Kickass, and then mm. and then everything else plays out the same way. The story plays out the same way, except you can be whoever you want. You can come up with your own name. You can come up with your own suit. That sort of stuff. Yeah, I'd be down for that. The one thing I'd add to that as well, though, is I'd add like a. Um an AI that reads the names and you're actually able to hear your name said if it's like a vulgar name so you can have like the actual the motherfucker as your superhero name and yeah. people refer to you as the motherfucker like <laughs> in the news and this and the other yeah I think that would just be a, a nice little extra tidbit but yeah character customization would be really good for this definitely and I think character customization in not in The Shining no just because you want to relive the story that Jack went through. Definitely. Because it's a very specific story. Yeah. But in this, 100%, like, live your own tale, but it's very similar to the Kick-Ass game, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, that sounds really good, man. That's... that's God, you're really good at this. <laughs> Why do you think I was excited about this idea, man? I have good ideas for movies, or games even, and movies. Is this a triple A? Is this a triple A title? This one's a, a triple A. This one's a triple A in more the lines of the Deadpool game, though. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So the Deadpool game, I don't know what the budget was for that. Um, but that's become like a full cult classic. Mm. Um, and it was fantastic. Also, the budget for this for that game was a hundred million. Also, impossible to find. It's so uh, it's hard not to get. To find. It's just very expensive. It's very it expensive as well. Very expensive, man. It's on PS4 though. I know it is, but it's very expensive. Yeah, it is. It is expensive. It's just because like people haven't sold it because they want to keep that game, and they also didn't print too many copies for PlayStation. No. Uh, but yeah, hundred um, percent would be AAA. How yeah, much so would this, you sell this it for? This would then? be a. This would be a fifty quid game. Fifty quid game. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really dig that idea. Both your ideas so far have been sick. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Let's do one of mine. Um, Go on. Ooh, which one do I do? Okay, I want to mention one uh, now that I'm not gonna run with. Um, but like one, one of the ideas I did have was a Hellboy game, but then I realized that it would basically just be a Doom esque first person shooter, and then I realized it's yeah, basically I'd just Doom. That. But instead of a chainsaw hand, you have a big fist. You don't have a chainsaw hand in Doom. Do you not? No. What do you have? You you've pl you have hands. Oh, but don't you have like a chainsaw on it? No, you just have a chainsaw. Oh, right. Then instead of having a chainsaw, you have a big hand. Um, I mean, he also has big hands that he uses to rip people apart sometimes. Point taken. Um, but yeah, I realized that was a bit too, too similar, but the next one I'm going to mention though is, I think you're going to like this, um, a game based on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, so you, this is why you said they may have games already because there's a few games of Pirates of the Caribbean. There are. This there's one. one that's entirely just a video game and not a moot based on the movie as well. Is there? Yeah. Oh dear. Then let's hope it's not the exact same thing that I'm about to mention. Um, talking about customization, customizable character. You get to make your own character. And then this person, it's an open world adventure game. Think Fable, think Skyrim. Um, and you go out and you head on a boat and you're on with Captain Jack on this boat. 
And you're like, yeah, okay. And now you're a pirate and you sail into different lands and stuff like that. You get to go to that uh, Tortuga place that he goes to a lot. You get to go to that. You get to sail the seven seas with the, with him. Or you can get your own ship if you get enough loot and booty as you run around. And then I'm sure there's a story as well with ghosts or Davy Jones or a Kraken or whatever those movies are about. Um, I think that'd be. I think that could be pretty fun. I also thought, is that what they did with Assassin's Creed Black Flag? I don't know. I didn't really play Assassin's Creed Black Flag that much. Um, okay. I I'm not. I don't think so. I think uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag was more like um, you are just... I've, I've played the opening of it. You're just basically a pirate that just dons Kills the assassin people. armor, I think. Oh, okay. Cool. Like, That's you become cool. a part of the assassin thing. Yeah, it, I, as far as I'm aware, it's just more like Assassin's Creed, but you're a pirate. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, I think that could be really fun. I'd like, Especially if you go down like the, the Fable route. Like, you know, you just run around different towns and villages and you can get jobs and stuff like that. You just rob whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah? Um, I'd, I'd play. I'd, to be honest, though, I just want to play, a, like, a pirate game. I'm, I'm still... Uh, in my cart right now is Sea of Thieves on Steam. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that could be quite fun. That was a fairly short one again. Um, so I'm going to mention another another quick one that I had the idea of. Um but- it was the idea for Crawl, the video game. Now, Crawl... Crawl is the uh, the shark one, isn't it? The alligator movie. Alligator movie. Where, where this uh, daughter and father are stuck in the crawl space under their house, and there's a there's a hurricane and tornadoes... Uh, and a hur- there's a hurricane and alligators get into their crawl space, and they're stuck down there, and they have to get out. Uh, so I figured this, this would be... This isn't part of the, uh, the quickfire round, is it? No, it's not. Okay. They, well, it's it's my personal quick fire round because I didn't think them through overly, but okay. um, um, yeah. So crawl, horror survival slash stealth game. Think like The Last of Us, how you like run around and then you try and find bits because like throughout the movie she finds bits and pieces downstairs. She finds a torch. She drops her phone at a point. She has to she has to do like a little mission to go and get that. You, I could when I last watched it, I genuinely thought. This feels really video game like. Like there's there's bits where she she just gets back and then she sits and talks to her dad for a bit and then she has to go out on a stealth mission, get stuff, and then when she gets back, she talks with her dad. And like those are the story bits. But then like I could envision this as a hor- as a stealth game right now. Um Yeah. I think that'd be totally cool. That we totally, yeah, from totally what cool. I know of the movie and the idea of the movie, I could hundred percent imagine it as a video game. As like a survival horror kind of thing. Similar to either uh, Last of Us or Alien Isolation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. you can fight back, but you can't really kill it until the end. Exactly. Absolutely, exactly. So, yeah, I think I think Crawl could be a sick one. Um, yeah. There you go. I've just given you three short ones, but David, you do a better one now, please. Yeah, I've got... Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to save the one that I will be recommending the movie of to last... Okay. Um, so this one, I think you are going to be really interested in. Okay. Um, so, bit of backstory, L- just a little bit. So, uh, this franchise has already had a video game. Um, okay. It's, it's happened before, and the video game was actually really good uh, compared to the movie it was. 
Um, the video game that I'm talking about is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Holy shit. The game shit. of that was fucking incredible. It's so good. The movie was fucking horrendous. Dreadful. We reviewed it on episode... Um, well, me and Alex reviewed it on I episode... I didn't. <laughs> episode 13, I think. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Go and check right. it out. Um, but yeah, so that movie was like a full hack and slash game. It was similar to the Deadpool game and it was brutal as well. Yeah, like it was. That, that game was what the movie was supposed to be. Yeah, I've played that game. It's dope. Um, I'm probably going to be getting on my free takes. Um, but, so, the movie I'm thinking of is Logan as a video game. Okay. So, I, by the way, I'm so pissed off right now because of the, the way that I've imagined this entire game is built around this one huge thing. And um, a YouTuber I watch uh, who also does like articles online for The Escapist, uh, Yahtzee Croshaw, he does zero punctuation on YouTube currently. Um, it's his second year of doing it and he's been making a game for the past year or so. Okay. And um, he's recently started doing an idea of just pitching games every like once a month whilst he's working on the story so he can't spoil it um and he came up with an idea years ago of a reverse leveling system where you are at your like highest strength at the start of it and then you become really weak at the end that was the like i came with this idea on the 7th of april um at 1 a.m that <laughs> video released 7th of april at 7 p.m and he what? started talking about that. The same day. I was very annoyed. Basically, yeah. Oh, damn. I was so annoyed. But the idea that I actually have is in the game, you start at full power. You start at your absolute peak of, Wolver of being Wolverine. You are absolutely insane. You are amazing. You are fit as fuck. But as you go through the game and go through the story, because Logan is slowly dying in the movie, your character is slowly dying and getting weaker. And right. further and further into the game, you get weaker and weaker and weaker trying to get somebody across the border. I Until like the final battle, where you gain all your strength back through that thing he injects into himself. But because of it, you die. You have this final moment of being super powerful and going on an absolute killing spree but it's not really fully worth it because you don't survive it hmm. and throughout the entire game it'll be hinted towards that that's going to happen you'll get told stuff by characters and this and the other you'll have these moments where you wish you had your full power and you are backed into a corner but you don't and the game will have like a ridiculous difficulty curve well not ridiculous it'll, it'll be fairly you know slow but it will get harder and harder and harder as a game is supposed to be um, rather than being like artificial difficulty through the enemies being stronger you are just weaker and games do this a lot where they portray this character to be really weak. Like Uncharted did it in Uncharted 3 quite a bit, uh, where they portrayed Nathan Drake to be really weak towards the end. But yet he's still able to do whatever they're bloody hell he wants with a gun. Yeah. In this, it'll be completely different. You're slower. Your attacks do less damage. You 
are like you don't have as many abilities like you can't do certain things because of how weak you are and the things that you can do just barely scratch by for you until that final battle where you are at your absolute peak again you go on this absolute murdering spree through this huge forest level and then you face off against yourself one last time but because of that serum you took no matter what you can't change the this outcome you just sadly die that's a good idea that's a really I good would game. fucking love to play very that. very story based oh yeah it would be kind like, of, it would be very similar to the last of us with how the story goes and like you've got a like it, it would be one of those games that I wouldn't be very good at because I really like just running in and dying a hundred times before I get something right. Just running in and killing everyone straight away. Whereas in this, it's like, you've got to be tactical. You can't just rush yeah. in because if you get shot, you're going to be carrying that wound. Early on, you can do that, but you've got to start thinking about strategies later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, further yeah. you get into the game, you really need to learn how your character works and how... Like, just the weaknesses of your character. Not even the strengths, because there's not going to be many strengths towards the end of, until that final battle. You're going to have to learn every single weakness. You're going to have to know your character's movement speed off by heart and, like, the timing of the attacks is on the other. That could be really good, man. Like, reverse oh, yeah. progression is a really cool idea for games. and That, that final mission... It. That final mission sounds almost Halo Reach-esque. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd that final mission was pulled cool. directly from the movie as well. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, this dude, would be another, you're um... so good at this. <laughs> you're really showing this me This would up. be another AAA game. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely, with the with the name as well. With the, with the name and the idea would be a AAA studio, I'd probably try and get the developers of X-Men Origins Wolverine to do it. And you'd, get, you'd um, want Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, Hugh, huge jacked man would have to reprise his role. Hugh, Hubert Jackman. Oh god, Hubert. Hubert uh, but yeah, he'd have to reprise his role in this, and we'd probably get like it would be an extended story to Logan, so we'd probably get more character moments. We'd probably have more of the old man Logan comic to draw from, and um, like different moments in that. Maybe different Marvel characters come along that are still old themselves. Maybe have some um, fight, like a fight against Deadpool at some point, just for the sake of it, like a secret boss fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just for like some Easter eggs. But um, yeah, the main thing would be getting from A to B. But that entire journey is going to be hell because of how weak you're getting and how much you are hurting. You'd even start losing health. Like your health bar would get lower towards the end. I like that idea a lot. I'd suck at this game, but I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I And also, like, the main thing that I'd want to add when it comes to, like, cosmetic and graphics would be um, the battle scars stay. Uh, that's yeah. something that stuff like uh, GTA and, um, like, Red Dead Redemption have done kind of well. Yeah. Where, ev like, every bullet would stay. Like, you'd have a scar. Like, it, it would heal over, but there'd still be the mark there. Yeah. To the point where, at the end, you're absolutely ripped to shreds with scars and I like just that. cosmetic damage. I like that. Yeah, this idea would be sick. Uh, how how much? Like, it's a triple A, so it's, is this like fifty quid again? Probably about fifty quid again. Fair enough. Yeah, very story centric. 
Yeah, um, all of my like pretty much all of mine have been kind of story centric, just because I like story based games. I don't like just games where you just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like the fun, like high school, like high school games have always been really fun. But for me, story based all the way. Um, how would you deal with the characters of like X twenty three and Professor X? Would you have levels where you play as like X twenty three, or would it just be like in Last of Us where you just get her to do stuff for you there would be one or two levels where you play as x23 just like in last was where you play as ellie because um, logan would be so weak that like for a moment that he has to heal um, yeah. and so you'd have to go play as x23 trying to scavenge the supplies um, okay. but along the oh, way she gets attacked uh you wouldn't play as professor x but your entire one of your challenges would be protecting him as well making sure yeah. that professor x doesn't get hurt and that's where, like, that moment in the movie where he, everything's in slow motion because he's um, having, like, a panic attack or something like that. Yeah. Like, where that would happen and where, like, your strength would really be a problem. Yeah. And where I... you'd have to really time everything. God damn, that movie's good. Yeah. <laughs> that moon would be a bit of an annoying bit to trudge through gameplay-wise. I can imagine it kind of like the... Uh, the hospital bit from Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't make everybody replay it four fucking times. <laughs> Konami. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to play this game as well. All the games that I'm pitching today, I would absolutely love to play. I would also love to play. I would suck at them, but I'd love to play them. Um, okay. You'd be good at the kick-ass one. It'd be just like a basic beat and we'll play it like at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. I've got one last idea. Go on. And this idea, you've come up with some great ideas. I have the best idea. I'm oh just letting God. you know that right now. I have the best oh idea God. for a movie to video game adaptation. This is going to be awful, isn't it? No, it is not, David. Have faith. <laughs> have faith. You're so, laughing. It's clearly going to be a bad game. So, David, a movie came out <laughs> a couple of years ago called Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> oh wait no actually and, yeah that would actually work and game. it is an anime what i want is not a movie it's not a game based on the movie i know exactly i want a movie i want a i want a game of motorball i want a motorball yeah. game <laughs> i hate to fucking break it to you xander what no that's it's kind of a thing oh um, fuck off Roller Champions, I think it's called. It's like a, it's kind of like Rocket League, but with basketball. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, and um, somebody's already had the idea of it. Oh, you can suck your mum! <laughs> I was um, it's so high. Destruction All Stars as well. Um, I, was, I was so impressed like, by that. I was like, got, like when that movie came out, first thing I thought of was like, I want to play motorball. I want a video game of motorball. Yeah. Destruction like, All Stars is kind of similar to that, but that's uh, but like that's I was basically thinking, motorball but with cars instead. Oh, but you could do it with like, oh man, I was thinking like Rocket League, like where you get to customize everything, yeah. Yeah. and it'd just be like uh, free to play. Is Rocket League but basket but with people on rollerblades? Oh. That is literally Roller Champions. Well, what, oh, what well, you just pitched to me is Roller Champions. Well, fuck you then. Oh Coming my, from Ubisoft. Oh, I'm pissed. It's I a, thought it's I just come over to play game, and I actually want to play that with um, you and James. I just oh, 
I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Oh, for God's sake. Um, okay, I have one last game to pitch. Fine, you pitch your last bloody game. Go on. Uh, another horror game. Um, another horror movie. And another oh. Stephen King one. Mm. I want to pitch it as a video Ooh, game to you. Okay. I haven't thought about this one as much, which is kind of weird because I actually watched this one the other day. That's what's going to, what I'm going to be recommending later on. Spoilers. It is a great um, movie. It's a fantastic movie. The way that I thought of it is... It could either be a single-player game or you could do it in four-person co-op, similar to kind of how um, Phasmophobia works, in a, in that kind of sense, anyway. You're, it's an investigative and puzzle game with psychological moments. So you would go through as uh, these kids, um, just going through their day-to-day life, just, you know, being the nerds of the group and or the, of the school and just getting bullied and being massive bitches about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Dave. But then, when you go home, <laughs> you see this weird shit happening. You see something in your closet, but it's like a red light, and you open it, and stuff's happening again. And you go to school the next day, and your friends tell you, "Hey, something really weird happened to me last night." And more of that starts to happen, and you just decide we should look into this together. So you do. You start looking into it. And what you find is a shape-shifting clown. is scaring the fuck out of all of you, feeding on your worst fears. And you look into the history of the town. You look into missing persons cases. You find out more and more shit about, like, this kind of thing happening. About And reports it. of this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you find more and more reports of it but you can't find any official source of it. And so you go to where all these reports lead to, the sewers. And you go through, it would be kind of like um, Alien Isolation at this point. It would start off as like a four-player investigative puzzle game and go into a survival horror game where you are just trying to get through this maze of sewers, seeing really fucking weird shit as you go along. And more and more shit happens up until the ending, where instead of the fucking horrible ending in both movies, where you beat him to death with sticks, he wins. Because hmm. it would be one of the past cases of Pennywise. It wouldn't be the case that we see in the movie. It would be a case that has happened before that we've heard about from the movie. Because hmm. he appears every 27 years. He does. This happens quite a lot in Derry. I'm I'm not entirely sold on this one. I'm not 100% sold on that one myself, but like with a bit more thought put into that one, I could definitely see that becoming a game, especially maybe. if it was a four-person co-op thing. Maybe, maybe, yeah. That would be a lot of fun, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 maybe, maybe. I, yeah, I'm not entirely sold on that one. But um, yeah, with, with a bit more development, that, that could be something, I think. That could be something. Yeah, um, I'm... Well, I think That's both of the... us have come up with some really good ideas here today, haven't we, David? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, both of us. Listen, I'm still, I'm fuming. I'm so, anyway. Um, I've come up with three movies that were on my list of, like, movies that could be good games. But I just don't know how to make them good games. So I'm going to Go read them out to you. 
and I want you to give me a quick pitch of what this game would be. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The first one is Upgrade. Ooh. Lee Winnell's Upgrade. One of our favorites. Okay. Already got an idea for this. Go for it. So it would be Dishonored style, be first person, um, kind of like Assassin or um, this and the other, where you go through the game, you get more and more powers slash upgrades as you go along, and you're just trying to find this thing that corrupted you or the person that basically created you up until the final battle where you kill them. Sick. That was a that was a great idea. <laughs> so what what um when I when I came up with this one, uh, the thing that I was thinking of was like um was it in Watchdogs where you could just hack things? Yes, Watchdogs you can hack things. So like in this, the idea I had an idea of like you could hack just anything because you are part machine. I mean, you can do that in Cyberpunk as well. So yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. There you go. Exactly. There you go. So like, and, and the world around you would be more technological, but in like in the movie, he's just like fully human, and this is the only cybernetic enhancement he's got. Yeah, I th- I thought that could be a, f- a fun game. But yeah, there you go. Cool. Next one. Are you ready? Go on. I don't think you're ready. Go on. Are you sure you're ready? Just. <laughs> um, Cloverfield. Ooh. Hit, okay. Hit me, hit me, hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me, uh, hit me. More like Alien Isolation again. Complete survival horror. You're just trying to get out of the city. Okay. Um, you go through the buildings. You go through these destructed things. Um, but every now and then you have that technical kaiju or just huge fucking monster um, peering in. You'd also have like, like the military coming in trying to find you because, you know, they're trying to get you out into a different area. Those creatures from or, the tunnels. Yeah, exactly. You've got the creatures from the tunnels chasing after you. Um, but basically, it would just be a fight for survival. You can't fight back anything. So it would be more like Outlast rather than uh, Alien Isolation. Okay. You can't fight back. You can only run and you can only film stuff. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The camera yeah. has to be a part of it, though. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. That's what Outlast yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the whole point of it is you're filming this entire thing. It starts off at the party, and then it becomes this, like, just biography of, you know, or record of your final days. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. There you go. Cloverfield. Yeah. We've done that one. Easy. Are you ready for this last one? Go on. I genuinely don't think you're ready for this last one. Xander, stop doing this joke. Just, <laughs> just do it. Just tell me the thing. I want you to pitch me a game for Sky High. Yes! Okay. Sky High is a video game. Ooh, that would be an interesting one. Yeah, it would. That's I guess why I it would of be it. more of a uh, hero creation thing, kind of like what DC Universe tried to do um, on with DC Universe Online where you try and make your own hero. Um, it would also be kind of similar to My Hero Academia, but there's a evil plot going on underneath school. You don't really know what's going on, um, but you've got to find out. So it, it start, rather than in Sky High where he starts out, he doesn't realize that he has powers until they actually come up to him like when he needs them, it would be more of a sense of 
you have the powers from the get-go. It's just you're upgrading you. You're learning how to use your abilities to the best possible way. And the more you do, the more you realize how strong you can become. So, yeah, that's my that's my only real, like, thoughts for that. I can't really think of anything else on the spot, but I would... I, I'd play the fuck out of that. Out of a Sky High game. Disney, oh, Sky High Disney game. we're begging you, do more stuff with Sky High. It's just like one of the best movies you've made. Sky High. Just do more high shit again. with it. Sky High 2. You have the license. Sky High the, the TV show. We are yes! on Disney Plus. Yes. Oh, David, can we write that please and send it to Disney? And oh, get lots of money actually, and get famous. Can, can we can we pitch that on the podcast? We should do that. Um we should definitely do that. There you go. We we certainly did some movies that would make good video games. We have a question for you though. What movie do you think would make a good video game? Let us know. Uh, send it to our uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and we'll read it out uh, in the next podcast. I swear to God, if Joe answers to this, he's just going to say Snyder Cut, isn't he? <laughs> Snyder Monkey. Um, Snyder Monkey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let, let us know what you what you guys think. Which of our ideas was your favourite? And if it's not the motorball idea, then you're not a real fan. Um... <laughs> Got him. Xander just, you know, Wrap just accept the, loss <laughs> accept the loss. Accept the loss. It's already Never. a fucking game. <laughs> I should have researched this more. I really should have. Um, you really should have. Hey, David. Hey, baby. Would you want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a music or a game or a book if you're a nerd? I am going to send, sell you a movie and... Fuck it, two games. Wow, extravagant. Been playing two games recently. Uh, wow. The movie I'm going to sell, I'm going to sell you. Shockingly, as I definitely didn't mention earlier, it's is The Shining, it, 2017. It's it, yes. Um, so it 2017 is a reboot of the classic. Um, I don't know when it was made. I'm not going to pretend that I've seen it. Because I haven't. But it's a really fucking good horror movie. It 2017 is a fantastic adaptation of the book. It really um, is. I've read like most of what happens in It Chapter 1 in the book. Uh, and it's really fucking good. It is brutal at times. The one thing I don't agree with is the ending, which if you haven't seen it by now, spoilers. Um, obviously, you know, skip ahead. But if you have seen it by now, because, you know, you're not a pussy. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that got, it's not that scary. That got, that, that got very offensive very quickly. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to offend the entire audience. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, so the ending is really anticlimactic in the first one and even more so in the second one. Um, in the second one, they just laugh at him they do in the first one him. they beat him to death with sticks yeah and they kick him they beat him and kick him they beat him and kick him sticks and stones may break his bones and words will in fact hurt him words will hurt him um but yeah so it chapter one is absolutely fantastic as a horror movie it has the suspense it has some incredible and i mean incredible practical effects that was the like, incredible incredible 
Um, you're incredible. He has, some, he has some brilliant practical effects in this movie, and that's another thing I had kind of iffy about the second film: the constant use of CGI, and that was so blatant and just kind of lazy. Yeah. Um, but in in this first film, everything looks so good and creepy. It kind of reminds me of um, how like Evil Dead was made. Yeah. Where they just they didn't have as huge a budget, so they did what the best they could and if anything made it creepier by making it out of real shit um i think my my um yeah this first movie could have worked on its own and like obviously we all got hyped when they said they were making a second one um and the second one does have good moments in it it just doesn't stick the landing but this first one i can still go back the second one also has a hater I can stick to. I can watch this first one and just enjoy it for the movie it is. That it's yeah. a re. It's one of the best horror films of the twenty tens for definite. Oh, hundred percent for definite. I, I I always see like I always um was skeptical about watching it just because I thought it was gonna be overhyped to hell. Yeah. But then I watched it. I was like, damn, this is actually a really good horror movie. Really. People haven't overhyped this. It's genuinely just good. What What would you sell this movie for? I sell this movie for Oof, that's a that is actually kind of hard uh given the age given the fact that the second one's out and given it's not like an instant classic I'd say like six quid on blu-ray six quid's fair six quid's fair I'd say it's become fairly iconic though it's come it's become iconic for certain scenes like your float two or um Pennywise's voice just Pennywise in general yeah they, yeah yeah this this movie will be be regarded a as a as a like a modern classic of horror eventually. Can you rate that um, Pennywise impression for me? Hiya, Georgie. You want a balloon? You want a balloon? <laughs> we all float ball? down here. <laughs> That's more um, Wicked Witch of the West. Sorry. Um, yeah, it really cool. is. I'm, I'm man. There's so many movies I just want to rewatch because of this podcast today. I've really enjoyed this one. Um, <laughs> recommend me your games <laughs> quickly. Go on. Uh, so the games that I'm going to recommend are Ghost of Tsushima that is currently on sale on the Ooh, PlayStation Store. How um, is that? It's actually getting a TV ad- or a movie adaptation uh, from PlayStation Studios, and so far it is really good. Great. I'm really, really enjoying it. It's uh, got some really cool moments. <laughs> Um, the combat is especially great. The like the way the best thing about this game for me is the way that you have to traverse the map and the way the waypoints kind of show. Um, instead of it just showing up on a mini map and just constantly telling you, "Hey, go here," did you know you need to go here because you need to go here? You should go there. Um, it the wind guides you. Now that sounds weird. Saying the sound wind weird. guides you sounds weird. What I mean by that is the wind is literally blowing in the direction that you need to go. Okay. And you can see it constantly. And if you really, like, if you can't fully figure out where you need to go, you can just swipe on the touchpad. The wind will blow extremely in that direction. <laughs> it, it won't, you won't get a minimap in this game. It does the thing that um, Breath of the Wild did to show you how to get to the Master Sword when you got to the Lost forest i think it's called or the hidden forest um like you, the wind just guides you you have to follow that path otherwise you will you will stray off the path but in this you can travel freely and places of interest for like missions and stuff are 
like easily, you know, you can just go there and just see, oh shit, there's enemies there and then avoid it. But then the game will bring you back to that area. It's like, oh shit, I remember this place. I know where the enemies are now. It's really good. The combat is great so far. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, what, what? How much did you buy for on sale? Uh, so this game has had like a strange pricing. It's been out for, I think, over a year now. And this is the lowest it's gone to at £31.24. That is a very odd To give price. you an idea of how mental that is, Doom Eternal, actually, no. Uh, what came out around that time? The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. The Last of Us Part 2 came out at a very similar time, like a month before it. Yeah. You can get that game on Amazon for £29. Yeah. And at CEX, I think, for for £16, probably. Last of Us Part 2 for 20 quid. Okay. £20 for a game that's just a bit older than this game, and this game hasn't gone below 30 So I'd, I'd sell it for £31.24. Like I would, I'd sell it for the price that I bought it because it's insane that it's not gone below that price. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, did you say there were two games? Yeah, so the other game that I'm going to recommend is the current PlayStation 5 PS Plus game that I've been really excited about for so long. And that's Oddworld Soulstorm, the sequel to Oddworld New and Tasty, which is a remake of the Oddworld Odyssey from the PlayStation 1 era. This is a remake of um, Apes Exodus, but a complete reimagining, like new like voice, well, the same voice acts as any other, but new cutscenes. It's really gritty. It's like an action side scrolling 2D, 2.5D platformer with crafting elements and any other, and so far it is fantastic. The difficulty is just like back in the day with the PS1 era, okay. um, except there's a bit more, you know, freedom with the save points and any other, which does help it. But yeah. I've played it for about two and a half hours, and I've loved every second with it. It is nice, gorgeous as well. Cool. Um, how, how much would you sell that one for then? Uh, so this one's a bit of a weird one. I'm going to have a quick look at because I know it's on Steam as well. I'm just going to have a look how much it is. Oh, yeah, because you got it for free on PS Plus. Yeah, I got it for free on there. Um, it's apparently not on Steam. Then I, I guess... Game store. I guess... Uh, I think it's supposed to be like 50 quid, but I'd definitely sell it for 30. If it doesn't have a price, it must be free. Well, I got it for free. Exactly. Um, I'd sell it for 30, though. 30 quid. Fair enough. Coolio, I am going to recommend you um, a movie and I'm going to recommend you a, a TV show. So the movie, it's a quick one. We've talked about it a little bit about it before. We will do a full episode on this one day, we promise. Um, but me and my flatmate decided we were going to do a full Lord of the Rings day because she had never seen the extended version. She'd seen the normal ones, but never the extended ones. Um, and she didn't realize there were extended ones. So we said we'd sit down and we did it all in one day. It was a full 12 hour shift, absolute troopers. And we got through the fellowship of the ring, the two towers and the return of the king all extended. Um, and yeah, they're, they're phenomenal. They're absolutely stellar. They are top tier movies and it's so much more impressive when you know, like, uh, there's a, uh, uh, do you, 
you watch a corridor crew you know the visual effects artists react oh yeah they did an episode on lord of the rings or a couple of episodes on lord of the rings watching that and then watching the movie it's so so interesting because like you just you have you, you get a newer level of respect for the filmmakers because like the amount of stuff they had to do just to get like one shot right and stuff yeah. like that it's, it's absolutely incredible the way they planned this out was amazing the movies are amazing go check out lord of the rings uh whether you're watching the extended ones or not i'd recommend the extended ones just because you see more and the longer and you know you spend more time in this world but if if not the i think the originals are on netflix at the moment so yeah there you go um the tv show i want to recommend though this is on netflix it's a netflix original um, it is a documentary series called We Are the Champions. Have you okay. heard of this? No. Okay, so it's um it's it's a set of like six episodes and it follows a different group of people each episode. They're all like half an hour each. And it's about these weird competitions for stuff you never think about in the world. So like yeah. the one of them is about chili eating and it follows this group of people going to a big chili eating competition in America and follows certain people who are going to it and sees and so you see how they're doing you follow the the organizers the people who go and watch it all that and you follow the people to hopefully victory and it's so weird the show is so weird that the standout episodes for me um are there's there's one on uh, the chili eating which was great um one on cheese rolling which is this competition in, in england where you where there's a big hill i can't remember i think it's in gloucester and it's just this really steep hill they push a cheese down it and you've got to run down the hill at full pelt and whoever wins the race wins a roll a, a big wheel of cheese and, like, it's taken so seriously. People, like, break legs and stuff like that trying to do it. They become famous in the town if they win it. It's so bizarre. And the, my favourite, by far, was the yo-yo one. The, like, this yo-yo world championship. These guys train for years and years to get their yo-yo skills so perfect that they go to this world championship. And you see, like, in normal life, they're just losers. They're absolute yeah. losers. And they're just, all the time, they're doing yo-yos. They head to this world championship. They're like rock stars. It, like, king of the virgins. It is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. We are the champions. Absolutely brilliant. It's just, it's one of those shows where, like, you can just sit and watch any episode at any time. It's not a series that you have to watch every single one. You can pick and choose which one sounds the most interesting to you. I watched one on dog dancing. That wasn't as good. But like the yo-yo one, the cheese rolling one, the chili eating one, absolutely phenomenal, top-notch stuff. It's narrated by Rain Wilson as well, uh, from The nice. Office, from the US Office. Um, and he's always a, a bit funny. So yeah, go and check We Are The Champions out on Netflix. Um, if it was a series, I'd sell it for like a fiver on, you know, like if you're buying it on digital or something. Fair oh, enough. and Lord of the Rings, I'm selling for infinity pounds because we don't deserve them. Um, right. I think... That will do it. Yeah? Yeah, I'm I'm down to finish there. I'm I had a good time. I also had a good time. This was a good time. Um thank you to everyone for listening. We actually hit a big milestone this week. Um yes, we, we, had, did. we hit over two thousand downloads 
on the podcast of all time, like of for hours, like all time, 2000 downloads. Absolutely massive. Thank you so much to everyone who's been listening this whole time. We really do appreciate you and, and love you all very much. Um, if you want to hear more from us, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, Amazon Music, where you can hear older episodes and stuff like that. Uh, give us a rate and a, a, a comment on iTunes. That actually does help us get into the charts and stuff like that. Then you can head on over to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and send us what you think of the podcast. Let us know what um, what movie should be a video game. What what would make a good one? Uh, let us know. And we will read it out in the next in the next episode. Also, if you want to support us even more than you already are, then you can head on over to our Patreon, um, where we're releasing where we release episodes early, and we're doing a, a couple of bonus things as well on there, where you get to vote on things that we do on the podcast, which is great fun. Thank you so much to my lovely co-host, Mr. David French. Ah, oh, you're absolutely welcome, mate. You're just a you're just a joy of a man, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I've just had a lot of fun doing this, honestly. Like, this was one of the most fun ones for me today, just because, like, I got to delve into video games, which is my main hobby. Yes. Like, as much as I, you know, love talking about movies, this, that, and the other, I do also love talking about video games so much. Yeah, man. I can tell. being able to pitch some of my favorite films as video games has been really fun. Yeah. So yeah, I had an absolute blast doing this one. I I want to do this again definitely. I was gonna say, depending on what you guys think, we might do this again because we we definitely had a lot of fun doing this one, and we might do it the other way around. What video games would make great movies? Who knows? See, see, that's what I was thinking when we first pitched this. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Great movie. Um. Yeah. So if you want to hear that one, let us know. Thank you. So um, I've been Xander Langwiston, by the way. Um, all the links for everything are in the description. Um, thank you so much to everyone for listening. We will be back next week where we'll be discussing the 1995 version of Mortal Kombat. Ooh, we're teasing Mortal you. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, <laughs> 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 worth it.